do 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 one two oh my god i love that okay let me just make sure this is recording nice okay stunning boys we're here i feel like you're not very good at accents no i'm horrible it's disgusting wait 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 let me do um. that is not a good scottish <laughs> accent scotland you're gonna alienate scotland. any scottish <laughs> listeners we actually do have a few scottish listeners i know oh, oh my god, god. hi <laughs> okay um welcome guys welcome back to my only sister take your shoes off at the door this is my house my home my only sister the podcast that you didn't ask for but you're getting it anyways yeah my name is caitlin and i eat whole lemons not the rinds but I would if needed, like not the skin. Mm. My name's Mila and my cat bit me when I was six, so I bit it back. <laughs> and then they became best friends. Yeah, I always return the favor. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it was good for him. He was our alpha. <laughs> he was the alpha of the household. And then Mila took over. Yeah, when, after the bite. When she said absolutely not. And he not. never bit me again. Never. No. And he to won't. this day, to this he day. bit me. Yep, to this day. Never bit. I would never bite a cat. Um. Okay, so this week's topic... <laughs> It genuinely scares me. Like, uh, it's really something that I have to get better at. Um, and it's being vulnerable. It's really scary. But let's all agree that this is something that we all need to work on. Like, I feel like you can never be like, it's something that you can never reach a point where you don't have to work on it all the time. Uh, potentially. Depends who you are as a person. In my life, I'm so. I mean, it will always change as you like grow as a person. But it's like being vulnerable is equally as important as it is like terrifying. Like you have to just jump over that. Gotta do it. Gotta just do Um, it. What's concerning about this is I actually looked up the (laughs) definition. Buble. Wait, we're not sponsored. (laughs) Buble. Ew. Uh, I looked up the definition. (laughs) (laughs) of vulnerability in google and it says that vulnerability is being susceptible to emotional or physical attack or harm what (laughs) (laughs) that definition it needs a major update so we need to update it right here right now presenting vulnerability So today we're going to take you through what vulnerability is. I can't say that word. You'll just have to. Vulnerability. You'll have to say it for me. Stop saying that. (laughs) Why we all hate it and how you can be better at it. I'm I'm figuring out how to learn this. I'm just going to turn your mic down. Disclaimer again, we are not professionals. um, And if you'd like to actually learn about vulnerability, we just recommend listening to Brene Brown. This is just our. We're reading her books. Yeah. Like Daring Greatly, mm-hmm. what's the other one? She has like five. Yeah, she's a great amazing. podcast. She has great TED Talk. That's this how is, she became famous. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is just our opinion. Yeah, it's just my opinion. And again, um, stories we tell, we get permission for. So don't worry if we haven't contacted you. Yeah, but if we have, watch out. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> so the definition by Brene Brown of vulnerability is different than the one you just heard. That's like the dictionary definition. So the definition of vulnerability, this is according to Brene Brown in a quote by her, is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. But vulnerability is not weakness. It's our most accurate measure of courage. Yes. Yes, That's great. I love that. Yes, Brene! 
So some questions to ask yourself from Brene herself, so we're not taking credit for these at all, is are you willing to show up and be seen when we can't control the outcome? The answer to this normally for me is absolutely fucking not. Yeah. No. Are we willing to create courageous spaces so that we can be fully seen? Mm, well, hopefully, hopefully, but I feel like yeah. that's hard to do. It's really hard. And she has oh, a really amazing quote that the quote. the credit I actually have it as my background because I like it so much. Oh so wait, God, oh no, would. it's not on this. Oh, oh no, it is. Oh, oh okay, God. so I have this quote. It's like the credit belongs to the man in the arena. So basically, it's just saying like it's not the critic who counts. It's not the guy on the sidelines that's chirping you. Yeah, it's the guy who's in there doing it with you doing it with you and if he has some constructive criticism fuck yeah yeah but if you are working your ass off getting a little crazy doing what you love to do what? don't let <laughs> see this is why i'm here is just to throttle mila imagine if she had a podcast by herself <laughs> don't let people who aren't in the arena mess with you because you know what you're out there being courageous you're out there doing cool shit so don't let haters come into your life yeah that's i mean that's easier said than done yeah. so why do we hate being vulnerable i think it's scary you're feeling emotional it's you're uncertain. exposing yourself you don't know like exposing I, yeah you have no control really yeah you have zero control Over i think the that's outcome. the hardest thing for me is for like me you too. can't control i think when you grow up in kind of a chaotic environment or an environment where you felt like you didn't have the most control control becomes your best friend yeah and vulnerability is like the, the opposite, opposite of having it's control. uncertain you don't know what the ending is going to be like you could get shut down you could like being vulnerable truly oh so it really is hard <laughs> it really is so i think like it also shows up really differently like me yes. and mila are sisters grew up in almost the very similar environments yeah. besides she's the last kid and i'm the first uh -huh. and we have our brother who's in the middle but our vulnerability re reaction slash like what makes us like sensitive mm -hmm. in, th in that realm is completely different. Like so different. literally Mila, we wanted to do this podcast for fun. AK, we just recorded ourselves and put it out just for us yeah. and our mom and that's mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. then we wanted to like look back at it for like fun. And then Mila yeah. was like, we should just post it on Instagram. Why not? Who yeah. cares? Let's just and I was like, happens. I fucking care. I don't want to <laughs> fucking people listening to us. Like that's a nightmare. <laughs> I really didn't want to. The first yeah, time Mila posted her. our podcast, I felt like dying. And you can ask my boyfriend for two days, even though yeah, it wasn't I good. thought <laughs> we would get like two viewers. I didn't, I not viewers, listeners. I didn't even really care about who listened to it. It was more the fact that I had to do something that I have no control over. Like people could completely hate this podcast and the thought of it doesn't bother me. But the idea that I don't know about wow. it, it literally fucks with Mila's releasing the podcast being like, Kim Chris Jenner over here like I literally had to call I her cried. and set some boundaries and had to be like <laughs> yeah, you did. cannot promote it this way she when did. I feel like I'm going to absolutely fucking felt like die. She was die and I I I really have this like a, no this shame does not it doesn't bother me bother I have no shame I will literally I'll post whatever like you it just post matter. what like makes you happy and yeah. you don't really care if people I don't, don't like it I don't I don't think about um what other people will think and I, I i don't mean to it's just like i just doesn't cross my mind i'm like i post it so that i can rewatch it <laughs> <laughs> like for me like we're so dip but you i'm completely fine to be vulnerable in ways that you oh, aren't at all yeah like you can't ask for help i'll no. ask for help all day long i can't i literally it, it, i'm i don't working. like look, we both don't like looking weak 
no i but, hate looking but weak. you don't ask for help whereas and, i will yeah i i can't ask for help it's actually bad and i can't I, I hate to be seen as like weak, which is actually really a problem. Well, I think it becomes a problem even with friends because like, yeah. how are they supposed to show their weak side yeah. if you, if can't, you share, can't show, show yours. yours? Yeah. No. And like, and that's I, something that I learned um, and have been learning. Or like relationships. How yeah. are they supposed to feel comfortable expressing their emotions when you yeah. aren't comfortable doing that with them? Totally. And it totally, you can't, it's not a one way yeah. fucking street. Like you can't. No. And I feel like in your last relationship, you would go- you were good with that, but that's also yeah. because you knew the person for like thirteen years. Life. Yeah. So I feel like that makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But what's so? What's the downside to not being vulnerable? Because like there is a downside. Oh my god! Yeah. And it's huge, <laughs> it's and so it can like huge. really fuck with your life. Yes, so the uh, quote from Brene Brown, and we're just gonna be quoting her because I think she's truly goddess. the expert and she's so very cool. good at her job, and has researched it for years and she says numbing vulnerability is especially debilitating because it doesn't just deaden the pain of our difficult experiences numbing vulnerability also dulls our experiences of love joy belonging Mm. creativity and empathy we can't selectively numb emotion you have to like numbing the dark you numb the light and i completely fucking agree with that and i I didn't even realize that and reading like glennon doyle and people Mm. like that Mm -hmm. you get the sense like they experience the emotional highs that they do and the success that they do because they're finally fine with experiencing the the really low lows. Yeah. And that's something that I avoid. Like even when I feel like anxious about something, I'll go on my phone for like 20 minutes and you know, when you have that feeling, it's almost like in the back of your head being like, I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. Uh Listen to me, but I'll just just keep scrolling and stay up way past my bedtime because I'm like, (laughs) I actually refuse to deal with that right now. Yeah. But if you actually, what I've realized recently is if you actually just sit down and feel the emotion, it's fine. It's not that scary. You're only afraid of feeling the feeling. You're usually not afraid of the thing itself. Like releasing podcasts. I'm not afraid of that. I'm afraid of the feelings that I'm going to feel if we -hmm. do that. When I had just broken up and I would like go to your house and just like be a mess which that was never really done hard before. that was traumatic. yeah that that was so uh, that to me it was being vulnerable because in front of caitlin like i'm usually pretty like i put together to put together well just in general not just in together front of me. like very like not stone cold but like very like i don't really show that side of me so when to i anyone went to anybody um so when i was going through my breakup i you saw that side and it felt so good I, don't just, think it, I feel like you didn't think it felt good at the time. No, but I obviously think it didn't felt feel good. good. <laughs> no, but I mean like you you didn't feel good expressing negative emotions, but after you were oh done, God, you were like, yeah. I'm really glad so that I just to cried. To just like sit with your feelings and to be like... Just sad. Sad in front of like you, in front of my friends, in front of my mom. like And not have to pretend you're and not. And not pretend that I'm not. Just literally be like, like a mess. It was so liberating and to just sit with your feelings and not repress them because if you repress those sad what whatever feelings it might be they're gonna appear in other points of your life in a different way a different demon (laughs) so when you're experiencing like sadness or anything like that sit with it don't be afraid to just feel it all 
And I think it like made us closer yeah. because you were like fully like leaning on me mm-hmm. and therefore I felt like I could like lean on you more, yes, yeah. which was good because you were like going through some really hard things. But then like once a month I would call you and tell you like yeah. about what I was going through and you could like fully support me. Exactly. And I feel like in ways we probably that couldn't kind have of before. wall like broke down. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what happens when you grow up like having to be like pretty strong mm-hmm. or that's just like Western culture in yeah. general. You don't, you, nobody feels comfortable expressing their emotions. Like I was listening nobody wants to be perceived as weak exactly whereas i was listening to this actually i was reading this book called my grandmother's hands um i need to look up who the author is we can post in the bio fantastic book you bought it for me oh my god yes it's amazing oh i didn't know and you he's read that. talking about how in like african cultures and a lot of asian cultures it's really normal or it used to be sometimes uh-huh. it isn't anymore because of the western influence on the world but to just like cry together and like wail and freak out whereas like the imagine i don't know if people listening are having the same reaction i am but that is giving me intense anxiety thinking of being around people and all crying together i would love that (laughs) i wouldn't because i feel like i would be like oh my god what is wrong with all of us like but that is healthy that's liberating to me that seems like so liberating i think if you were to do it i think it would be like incredible because you know what if you can cry together and be like a wreck together that means that you can be so happy together and like the good share the good times as well if you share the sad times you share the good times yeah and it's real good times it's not like huh this is yeah i think repressing (laughs) your emotions in a good way i mean repressing your shitty emotions mean you're means you're also repressing your happy moments and you can't fully experience happiness all the time because i'm always waiting when i'm really happy for something bad to happen i'm always like oh god okay it's really fun right now but fuck like what's gonna happen (laughs) it's like when everything's going right you're like wait what's what's the catch like literally what's What's the catch catch? he's a racist (laughs) he's a racist (laughs) (laughs) um so like in terms of vulnerability stories i feel like for you you have a hard time being vulnerable with guys it cannot be vulnerable with guys like it's to the point but that's also because guys are such shit yeah i could like a guy like so much but literally he would never know. In fact, he would probably think that I hate him because I'm You're actually like a mean. That, I'm like actually- beats the shit out of his, like not beat the shit I'm out of, like but like chases yard. his girlfriend yeah. like around the. <laughs> yeah. So I need to work on that. I would definitely say because yeah, I just have you. I feel like it's just the classic. That's kind of just brought up though in like the dating because guys, the amount of stories I have of guys being shitty to girls is so intense and mm. a lot that like you so feel many. like you have to completely guard yourself yeah. against that. But I, I mean, I just am guarded all the. I use. I'm actively working on this you guys but i used to just be guarded all the time in front of friends in front of like significant others in front of family like but now i feel like i'm a lot better i'm i've opened up a lot well like my interpretation literally growing up i just thought this was normal I didn't like guys until they liked me and I knew they liked me and then I was like oh do I like the guys that like me I never just liked a guy no I was always like no guys I was like literally indifferent to unless I was like oh do they like me and then I would look at them and then I would be like "Hmm, am I yes or no I have literally never liked a guy that didn't like me yeah ever that's fair no and that's, that is I, yeah. when you look at that now that's just a vulnerability thing like i didn't want to like a guy get obsessed with him get into him and then have him be like ew you know what i mean yeah that makes so much sense 
I still do that. Like I still, I I'm do, dating I'm, someone, but I, if we yeah. broke up and I was to start dating, same fucking thing. Yeah. I would still do that. Yeah. I do. I think that's the absolute worst like strategy. Thing? Not no. really, but I think Something you are think closing your options off. Yeah. White significant. Oh, like a, a lot thousand percent. If you're doing that. I'm not going to like anybody in a, unless I know a hundred percent that they are like into me. Yeah. And I yeah. think like I, I wouldn't even crush on people. I wouldn't even no. consider them an option yeah, no. unless I knew they liked me. Yeah. Which is fucking weird. That is a little. And then, well, I mean, it's normal, but it's also like, why? Yeah. I think another thing is telling your friends you're excited about something that hasn't happened yet is a vulnerable thing to do. Like for me, I won't tell people when I've applied to jobs, Uh when I'm moving cities, if I've got a promotion, like if I think I'm going to get a promotion Uh or if I like anything that's exciting that has the potential to not happen. Yeah. I will downplay it. Yeah. I might talk about it, but I'll downplay the fuck out of it or I will barely talk about it. Or like people, when they talk about their significant others and they're just like, Oh, I'm so in love. I'll be like, (gasps) I'll be like, they're all right. But like, I actually am like completely literally. (laughs) And like a lot of my friends are super like, they'll be like, yeah, I'm like the happiest I've ever been. I am completely in love with my boyfriend. And I'll be like, uh, yeah, they're all right about my yeah. boyfriend, but really I feel the same, the same way. way. But it's like you don't you you don't want to set yourself up to just get absolutely like rocked. Rocked. And that goes for like not like say you interviewed somewhere. I do this all the time. You interviewed somewhere really cool, really exciting. You applied for a cool job. You got some amazing news. Like until it's literally set in stone, I like a lot of the time do not tell a soul. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. And I think another thing girls do is they um, do the self-deprecating thing all the time to make other people comfortable oh. because they aren't comfortable. Like being your true self mm-hmm. and completely confident in your in yourself takes mm-hmm. a lot of vulnerability. Oh my God, yes. And I feel like you want people to like you. So therefore uh-huh. just being vulnerable is in essence like being yourself. Yes. And not caring if people don't like you because yes. you're just like the confident, like true self that you are. Mm-hmm. Like I find that like I'm constantly self-deprecating to make yeah. people comfortable. And so are yeah. all other girls that I talk to. Mm-hmm. Like if you say something great about yourself or someone compliments you like notice the amount of times you're like no like instead of just being like yes i'm being my compliment like i'm being my like beautiful amazing self always just be like no oh like no actually like it's i'll never accept a compliment and i feel like it's like being vulnerable in a way that is very it seems not connected but it is like being yourself and not caring what people think is vulnerable because you do nobody truly doesn't care what people think no you can act like it aka me (laughs) but like you obviously will still care yeah it's like there's a difference between like thinking people don't like you and if you hear oh this person actually doesn't like you it's Mm -hmm. like it can be like devastating even if you don't care at all who they are yeah yeah i think the other thing about being vulnerable and this is a part that Brene Brown shares a lot is like oversharing is not vulnerability yeah I think when I was younger I would overshare my personal stories to connect with people Uh but that's not vulnerability no you people need to gain your trust yes people need to have mutual respect and you need to have like awareness of the situation to know if it's an appropriate time to share Uh those details yes completely agree you couldn't have said that better like i think girls have kind of a thing with that where they'll just all start ripping on one like yeah my friend told me 
a story about how she was in an environment and all of these girls started like being down on themselves together and she like you know when girls get into that i'm ugly no yeah I'm ugly. you they think just, you're ugly like look at me oh <laughs> well my if God. you're ugly then it's what like am white I? chicks that like white chick scene where they're <laughs> yes. like i'm china the talking toy like literally that's how girls spiral into yeah that. it's true and it I've takes a it. lot of vulnerability and confidence to like pull yourself out of that and be yeah. like i don't care if these people don't like me as much mm-hmm. because i'm not participating but i'm not dragging myself down no. to that level why would you want to do that and i think if more women were just okay with being vulnerable mm-hmm. but not putting themselves down i think mm-hmm. there's like a fine line yes. between that because a lot of women think being vulnerable is like putting themselves down and talking about their insecurities Flaws. in a way that's negative yes being vulnerable is being like i'm really insecure about this body part uh-huh and then talking about the background to it not just yeah. shitting on yourself yeah. and saying you're ugly like because <laughs> you're not no exactly and i think what's good right now is we're seeing more and more people are being vulnerable in a healthy way in a very healthy way and i love to see that we love to see it <laughs> we love to see it yeah i think in terms of like my personal goals with vulnerability mm-hmm. I think I have a huge issue with like caring what people think in terms of like, I've always been hyper aware of people's emotions yeah. always my whole life. I can sense how people are feeling from like across the room. Yeah, I don't even have away. to talk to them. And I have a really hard time of entering new social situations because I can sense people's vibes. And if they seem to get darker, like if uh-huh. that's the way to put it, when I'm in the room, I immediately take that on myself. That's so interesting. I'll be like, what have I done? Mila's like, I've literally <laughs> never had that happen. I just think I'm a shining star. <laughs> and literally I'll th- overthink it for like three days straight being like, oh my God, I walked in the room. That person wow. like looked away. They like didn't talk to me. What did I do? Oh my God, did I say something stupid? And so like social situations are actually super hard for me. And same with like people potentially not liking me. It's really hard because I take it completely on myself or I used to instead of being like, that's that per- that's their person's problem, problem. as long as your i'm responsibility exactly yet. as long as i'm being my like myself mm-hmm. just burped and being nice <laughs> to people it shouldn't matter exactly. but that's like a part of vulnerability is just being able to walk into a situation yeah. be yourself and then accept whatever whatever comes, with, comes with it i love that i think for me my goal would be around like friends family blah 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 i feel like people always think that i have my shit together and, and I, you do. And I, and I like. <laughs> Mila's like, people think I have my shit together and I do, but like, I want them no. to think that I don't. No, but literally, like, sometimes it's like a burning train that's just going down the tracks. And I think I need to, like, be more open more and open more away. open, asking for help when things aren't good, like, when I need help. Um, I think that's something that I need to work on for sure is asking for help because I like to perceive myself and to portray to others that I'm like, a bad bitch i got it all together i can do everything myself when it's like no you can't you can and you may not not. and guys wouldn't it be a better fucking world if guys were okay displaying weakness to each other just like kill me Mm -hmm. like when guys are all like being like yeah i'm fine i'm fine it doesn't matter whatever babe i'm I'm fine whoa (laughs) okay muriel from no what's that grandpa uh courage the cowardly (laughs) dog that's what the grandpa sounds like you know what like, if that God. grandpa was more vulnerable he would be alive exactly <laughs> well isn't he alive what do you mean he didn't die are we thinking of the same show yeah, yeah. like i we, just perceive him as dead like not being vulnerable and pretending you're fine you end up like squidward 
which is yeah. not what you want. No. Or you end up like super toxic and alone and feeling like and shit. You just can't tell anybody anything and you just, you don't want like guys in to... general just need to be okay with being like, yeah, dude, I'm having a really bad yeah. day and it's been rough and I just need I some alone feel time. I bad for guys because they, they can't like talk gr- about things yeah, talk the same way it. girls. Can. Most guys at least. I think like my boyfriend's family is really like their dad is very comfortable yeah. with like his emotions and like he'll always call his sons like beautiful and like he's so cute and i think if more people were like that men would be raised to just be really comfortable yes sharing emotions, sharing emotions or sharing if you had hard times asking for help yes and there'd be less numbing behavior you want to hear yes. some numbing behaviors to vulnerability scrolling on your phone drinking vaping smoking yes. weed eating yes. too much constantly having to be with people yeah, never constantly being having a partner yeah, uh, yeah, yeah texting yeah. people all the time feeling mm-hmm. like you have to constantly be in contact going on your computer yeah. like eight hours Speaking a day of numbing workaholics yeah i uh, got my eyebrows waxed yesterday and my skin ripped off oh my so god I- mila comes home and she's like teary-eyed <laughs> and i'm like crying. oh my literally stop getting your eyebrows my eyebrows have been numb traumatic um numb for almost 24 hours and my upper lip uh, because they were ripped off and I bought the polys for numbing cream by accident and um, it doesn't feel great. But by that's accident. like numbing in any sense. You don't want to numb. Just feel the pain. Unless you're getting lasered. You do want to numb if you're getting lasered. Yes. I haven't done that because I am a hairless cat. I have because I'm literally a beast. <laughs> <laughs> There's me being vulnerable right there. That's a I didn't grow armpit hair until two years ago. <laughs> I'm not okay, I don't have that much armpit hair, which is shocking. Oh, okay, maybe that's a family thing. Okay, maybe. Mm. Um, <laughs> what do you want to end with some yeah. ASMR? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait one sec. I can do it really good. <laughs> <laughs> it just went up my nose. Okay, <laughs> bye guys. Bye sisters.